it's time for Rod and Real Radio with your hosts, Hop Along John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California, Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. Rod and Real Radio brought to you by El Cajon Ford at Broadway and Main or online at ElCajonFord.com. Whether it's time for a new or used car or truck or you need to take advantage of San Diego's best quick lane for service with genuine Ford parts, brand name tires at competitive prices, remember nobody beats El Cajon Ford. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Real Radio, the best stop on your radio dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Well, thank you, Mark Larson, and welcome everyone to another Sunday edition of Rod and Reel Radio. I am your underfished host, Hop Along, John Cassidy, and it is a pleasure to have you all come and hang with us tonight. Also, I want to thank all the new listeners that we have that have come aboard. Over the past two weeks, we've been keeping track of just who's listening and how's it going. And the numbers have increased just incredibly. So we want to thank you, everyone, for hanging with us and tuning into the show. We try to give you the best show we can that's entertaining, informative, and maybe you'll even learn and hear from some people that you've not heard from in the industry. Let me give you an idea of what's in store for you tonight. First of all, we have a, a one of our regulars for to Ron Real Radio, Mr. Zach Zorn. We've had him on talking about catching big fish, going down and fishing Cabo San Lucas. Zach was in, uh, involved in a encounter of almost a third kind that made not only national but almost international news. We're going to talk about that tonight. Also, later on, Captain Bill Wilkerson, owner-operator of Malhini Sports Fishing. He's going to let us know what's happening off our Southern California coast. And in the second hour, filmmaker Mike Falks will be with us. Mike's going to tell us about inside sports fishing and also give us a little insight on his new uh, project called The Code Group. And then later on in the evening, Mr. Mike Lum, general manager of the Fred Hall Shows, is going to be with us. The third and final show of the Fred Hall series is going to be happening here this coming week in Del Mar. Mike's going to update us on exactly what we can expect. But before we get to all that, let me introduce to you the co-host of Ron Real Radio. First of all, this individual is the voice of 1-800-BASSBOAT and a pretty darn good fisherman in his own right, Mr. Stan Vandenberg. Stan, howdy tonight. Good evening, John. Evening, everybody. Well, my day has been spent doing... Several things. Mostly, I've got a new uh, Gen 3 12-inch touchscreen that's being I'm putting on the uh, console of the boat, moving my touch nine to the front, taking the seven off, and putting it on my new little kind of a trout bass fun tuna boat, whatever you want to call it. Wow! <laughs> so it's is, been a it's been a day of change for the uh, top end for my boat. There is, is that the first touchscreen that you've been involved uh, having. Uh, uh, oh no, Stan? no, no! Okay. They just—it it just became 
real apparent that, you know, for uh, if you're going to fish, you know, it doesn't make any difference. If you even in, if you're not in the tournaments or you're on the surface of the water someplace, and you go over something, you you mark and and instead of turning around and trying to find it again, you touch the the spot and it comes up. You want a waypoint? You say yes. And you have a waypoint for that thing you just drove over. You don't have to go back and search for it. I mean, it's an incredibly great tool for for fishing, and it doesn't make any difference whether it's trout fishing or or uh, bass fishing. And then if you're doing the same thing on the ocean, you want coordinates. You just and somebody says I'm at this coordinate, you can just tap it in there, and it you, it draws your spot to where they are. I mean, this it's so much more convenient than the old units and. It really helps when you're fishing tournaments. Wow. Sounds great. Hey, let's introduce the other co-host of Rod and Reel Radio. She is the national sales manager for Iserline and a pretty good fisherman, fisherwoman in her own right. And let's find out if she's been touching anything exciting in the past week. Miss Wendy Tushahara. Wendy, howdy. Howdy. And, in fact, yes, I have. I actually got to spend some time on the water. Oh, good Yay. for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the big pond, Oh, the big Dan would say. Yeah. And where'd you go, Wendy? Uh, we ended up launching out of Dana Point and uh, went looking around, and we uh, decided uh, we weren't seeing very much. We were looking for squid. We didn't see any. And uh, so we made some bait, and we headed out, and... Towards the end of the day, we decided, let's go do some rock fishing. We did some kel- uh, inshore fishing. I caught about an 80-pound black sea bass, caught and released it. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Had, had a nice day. Had a fun day. Well, That's great. cool. That's a pretty cool day. I, I don't care how you cut it right there. I'll take that throw away, you know, throwback 80-pound sea bass any day for a fun thing to catch. Well, Black hey, lives matter. Hey, guys, let, <laughs> let me... <laughs> Let me uh, uh, introduce our listening audience to our first guest. This is an individual that we've had with us a few times before. He catches big fish out in the ocean. He goes down to Baja. He's been with one of the groups down there that have done really well in the, the tournaments. Well, I see him from time to time on Facebook going out and in pursuit of big fish. We'll find out if that's been happening too. But he had an encounter here this past couple of weeks, that was epic, and I brought him aboard to tell us about it. If you hadn't seen it, you're going to enjoy the story. Mr. Zach Zorn. Zach, welcome to the radio show, sir. Thank you for having me. How are you guys? Good, good, good. good How good. about you? We are doing, doing good. great. Well, Much Zach, you know, like, uh, like Wendy, I know you've been going out there a little bit looking for those fish. Uh, uh, tell us, first of all, before you get into your story, How's it been going for you so far? You know what? We've, we've been out a couple times without much luck. You know, we're just still scoping it out. Uh, last weekend, we went down to the Coronados. The yellowtail, we metered a little bit. Couldn't get anything to bite. Um, but, you know, rockfish has always been a good fallback, and it's in pretty good quality. So no complaints there. Well, great. Zach, I, you know, always like to have you come aboard and tell us your fishing stories. But you have another story to tell that made not only local but I think national news. Can you set that up for us and explain to us exactly what happened? Absolutely. So last Sunday, uh, we took the Sea Bandit, which is a Titan 75 sport fisher, out of uh, Shelter Island, and we were heading down to the Coronados to fish uh, for yellowtail. 
And we get to the island, and not much yellowtail action, like I said. So we decide to head offshore and see if we can find some of that bluefin that's been rumored about. And as we get, I don't know, 15 miles off the beach or so, we come into the zone that looks super fishy. And all of a sudden, there's about eight gray whales that pop up kind of all around us, mixed in with porpoise. And they're just going nuts. They're breaching. They're all swimming around, um, kind of just minding their own business off to the side. And we're still about a half mile away. And so we pull the boat, boat out of gear, and we're just watching them from a distance. And all of a sudden, they drop down, and we think that they're gone, right? Well, they come up right underneath the boat, four of them. And they're within five feet of the boat. And you, we're getting sprayed from their blow spouts. And they just start swimming, on the, swimming around the boat. Um, they're doing spins underneath the boat. It was pretty incredible. Wow. Now, not only did you guys get a chance to witness it, and we've all been on the water and, and have witnessed whales and dolphins and stuff like that, but you actually had someone taking a video of this, and you caught it uh, as it was happening. Yeah, after uh, kind of last season and what we saw with bluefin and swordfish, I haven't left home without my camera. And it was a real <laughs> camera, not an iPhone. It's an actual DSLR, and so I was ready. Um, and, these, and the whales, they were about you know 30 to 50 feet, and the big female, which we're assuming, she was about 50 feet, started to use the bow of our boat as a head scratcher. Oh, really? She was rubbing her head on the very bow of the boat, which I got on video. My gosh. That's cool. What what do you think was happening here, uh, uh, Zach? Uh, uh, Did they think that maybe the boat was another whale? Was this maybe a sign of friendship, curiosity? Uh, What was your feeling that you were getting uh, from this encounter? Well, Captain Frank Deanna, uh, he runs the boat and also owns the Dominator Sport Fishing in Point Loma. Um, he used to run whale watching tours back in the day, and he, he thinks that they were either playing or mating. Um, either way, when, once they saw the boat, they came over and were extremely friendly, and the whales, they would float up next to the boat and stick their eye out of the water, and you could watch them blink, Yeah, and they would stick their fin out, too, like reaching up, like trying to touch us. Uh, so I, they definitely were trying to play with the boat, and it was definitely a sign of friendship. Wow. Now, this was more than one whale. How many whales all together were you interacting with like this? There was probably eight in the whole zone, and four of them really took a liking to our boat. <laughs> and the funny thing would, was that we would make sure the area was clear so we could leave and try to drive away from them so we could go fish rockfish. And they would follow us. We'd go, you know, a thousand yards away, and they would make a beeline right for us again, just to hang out around the boat. And this went on for about two hours. Wow! Now, now you guys weren't cooking bacon or something like that on the boat, <laughs> were you? <laughs> you know, actually, towards the end of it, we decided to turn on the Traeger and uh, cook some steaks for the boat ride home. So maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe they could smell that. I don't know. Wow! Now, how long did this encounter last, uh, Zach? It, it was about two hours. And like I said, I was fortunate enough to have my had my video camera rolling, so the footage that I was able to capture both both photos and video, I think it was a once in a lifetime opportunity because some of the guys that were on the boat, they've been fishing for thirty or forty years and had never seen anything like this ever before. So I don't know if we'll ever get a repeat of it, 
but I'm sure glad that I have the photos and videos uh, to last me in my lifetime. Now, Zach, Zach, I know this video. I, I saw it on CBS News. I also saw it, I believe, on Facebook. But if people want to see exactly what it was that you ran into, is there somewhere they can go to actually view this video? Yeah, it's actually on the front page of Bloody Decks right now, BD Outdoors. So if you go to the landing page, the home page of their website, you'll see it right there, and you can click on it. There's a little write-up, and the video and photos are right there. Wow, that is exciting. Now, now I know the skipper's been around for a long time. Did he comment and say that he'd ever seen anything like that and all the times he's been going out on ecology tours and uh, watching the whales? He had actually seen it one time before, and he kind of called that that was going to happen based on their behavior, but obviously none of us believed it. And sure enough, five, ten minutes later, he was right. Uh, So he'd seen it once before, but the four others that were on the boat, including myself, had never seen anything like this. Were there uh, (laughs) uh, the pot of whales that you were in, did they all seem to be larger adult whales? Were there any babies mixed up in them that maybe uh, the parents were giving them a learning experience or anything? Well, I don't know if 20 feet is considered a small whale. I kind of think it might be. Yeah. <laughs> so there were, there were a couple that were 20 feet that uh, might have been the, the younger whales. But the female, we were, were estimating her to be about 50 feet, maybe even longer. Uh, wow. Just as she laid out next to our boat. Wow. That is incredible. Well, Zach, also, uh, since uh, the last time we talked, did you? I know you've come on aboard with... Uh, uh, Cussler Yachts, and tell us what's going on over there at Cussler Yachts. It's been a crazy past couple weeks. We've got a good, nice weather that came in, so people are, you know, they're thinking ahead to the summer, the fishing season, the boating season. So our inventory has been changing rapidly. I say every week we got new listings coming in, selling boats, bringing them in. So if you're looking for a boat right now or been wanting to sell one, now is the time. Uh, hop on our website at CustlerYachts.com and just check out what we have. And, you know, check back every couple of days because, like I said, it's changing quick. So your dream boat might be posted real soon. Boy, you know, and you can also go to uh, Rod and Reel Radio on Facebook or at RodandReelRadio.com and you get on to the uh, Kessler site. Uh, tell us, right now, do you have something that's in the shop that's kind of cherry, like you go, Wow, if this thing doesn't move uh, in a hurry, it might find a, a new home in my driveway. <laughs> you know, I did, and it was a 50-foot Pacifica. However, um, it looks like that's going to actually be gone this week. It was listed for one day, and someone saw how cherry it was. But we have a couple Boston Whaler outrages and smaller sport fishers in that 30-foot class that are absolutely perfect for SoCal fishing. Oh, that's great. Uh, we're speaking with Zach Zorn. Zach, uh, tell me, uh, uh, you haven't seen any of the bluefin that are out there, but I understand they've seen signs of them at the 302. They've also seen signs of them off La Jolla and along the coast. Uh, have you run into any signs yet? We were looking, did not run into any signs yet. We were looking about two or three weeks ago. Uh, we just got on an off day because it had been biting a little bit here and there, hit or miss. Uh, but I have a couple friends that got into them a couple days ago, those 100-pound fish, and landed a few. So we got a two-and-a-half-day trip planned that we're going to go out looking for them after this rain. So they're definitely there. People are getting them. Um, I, I just hope that it's 
a sign for good things to come this season. Wow, now you Are say those fish south? Were they out in U.S. waters? They were out west. Uh, fish were up on top. They were fishing the topwater lures. And uh, about they were the high 90s to low 100-pound fish. So nice ones. Yeah. And are you talking about those fish that uh, uh, Dwayne Moeller uh, caught at Pinnacle Sports Fishing, or have you heard of other fish, too? Uh, there's been a couple others, but uh, I have a friend that fishes with uh, that, that code group, so to say, and yes. those guys have been on it. They're, they're dialed in, so uh, they're, they're some of the top producers when it comes to that bluefin fishing. Well, Zach, I appreciate you coming aboard and, and telling us about this encounter you, have, uh, you had just kind of epic. It's one of those things that I'm sure will stick in your mind for a long, long, long time. And something we also want to stick in people's mind is how to get a hold of you at Kessler Yachts. And if you will, again, tell us how we can and where are you guys physically located? We're, our office is on Shelter Island at uh, Konakai Marina. We try to keep about 80% of the boats that we have listed at that dock. So for, if people want to just call and be like, hey, I want to check out this boat, we are ready to show it right away, um, which is great. We don't have to do a lot of coordinating to, you know, show boats, so they're all right there. And they can give me a call at 760-815-8866 uh, with any questions. I'm happy just to talk fishing, talk boats, whatever it might be. I just... Uh, you know, I absolutely love fishing and boating, so any way I can help, I'm happy to. All right. Well, Zach Zorn, I tell you this. The next time you do something exciting like catch a big fish or have a close encounter like this, would you please come and tell us first, and, and we don't have to find out about it on television or on the news. That would be just great. Absolutely. I hope next time I call you. I got a two or three hundred pound swordfish with my friends hanging up at the Marlin Club. Now we're talking. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, Zach Zorn, uh, uh, giving us a call on uh, a great whale encounter that he had, and also one of the representatives from uh, uh, Custler Yachts uh, here over on uh, in San Diego. Zach, thanks a lot for being with us. Thanks so much, and I just want to say last thing: you never know what's going to happen when you're out on the ocean, so be prepared for. Might be a bad day of fishing, but it definitely might make up for area. So always be, you know, never know what you're going to find out there. I'll second that motion. Yeah, I will. And as a matter of fact, in the next segment, Stan, Wendy, and I, we've had a chance to log in a few hours on the water. We're going to come up with a couple of stories of some of the unique or interesting things that we've run across and the trip on the water. You're going to want to stay tuned. You're listening to Ron Real Radio on AM540 or at ronrealradio.com. Stan, Wendy, and I will be back after these messages. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford 
know is trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at El Cajon Ford.com. Gabakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gabakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gabakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gabakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gabakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, HM Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Hi, I'm Chad, designer and owner of Hookup Baits. Hookup Baits jigs are the most realistic and effective jigs ever developed. The realistic action and looks of these jigs catch everything from crappie and trout to yellowtail and tuna and everything in between. In fact, in the last year, I have only thrown hookup baits and have caught close to 100 different species of fish. These jigs are so versatile and easy to use with eight different sizes and colors to match the hatch wherever you fish. You can fish them on top, you can fish them on the bottom, fast, slow, and even troll them. You can find these great jigs for fresh and saltwater fishing at hookupbaits.com. 2015 and 16, Quantum Fishing's gone and done it again for you with the brand new redesigned Smoke PT Reel Series. Everything from your spinning reels all the way to your bait casters, the PTA design has the new PTXA frame, Lighter, stronger, bone-crushing drag, quantum fishing. We are performance-tuned. Check them out at Angler's Arsenal in La Mesa or anglersarsenal.com or give us a call at 619-466-8355. It's a big deal. You know, I've always wanted to be on Rod and Reel Radio Line. <laughs> <laughs> I won the Bassmaster Classic. I did a, a McDonald's commercial, but now I know I've made it. I fulfilled my dream, <laughs> That is just absolutely awesome. Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. Hey, you heard that spot from Chad Gerlich of Hookup Baits, and I want to apologize to the customers that came by Angler's Arsenal here over the weekend. We just completely sold out of almost every hookup bait that we had in the stock. But don't worry. If you're making it to the Fred Hall Show starting this Thursday on the 23rd, We'll be there, and we'll have a huge selection of hookup baits, and hopefully we'll have time to restock here in the store. So look for them here at Angler's Arsenal, either at the Fred Hall Show 
or here at Angler's Arsenal in La Mesa. Well, guys, you know, that was an interesting encounter that uh, Zach uh, had, he told us about. But, you know, Stan, Wendy, and I, we've uh, logged a little bit of time on the water ourselves, and I thought maybe we'd take a few moments to talk about some of the interesting things that we personally have run across that we can talk about on the radio (laughs) (laughs) that our listeners might find of interest. So, Wendy, let me start with you. Have you had any strange encounters of the third kind, or have you seen something on the water that you scratch your head and you go, holy, you know what? Well, thanks for the clarification and making me stay safe, first of all. But um, my first trip out to Guadalupe Island on the searcher was in Mm -hmm. 2004. And what an amazing trip. I was so lucky. We had yellowfin all over the boat. And, of course, we had all those sharks all over the boat. And um, this guy named Marvin caught about a 60-pound or hooked up to about a 60-pound yellow yellowfin. And it jumped out of the water, and, and the 18-foot shark breached, jumped out of the water, was spinning in the air, chasing that yellowfin tuna. And then after that was going on, Mark Seals, who, um, who is no longer with us, he, he actually had about an 80-pound yellowfin tuna, was bringing him up to the boat, and a shark was following it, and he got the head over the rail, and all of a sudden, the, a, a, a huge, I don't know how big this thing was, but he opened his mouth, and I saw his tonsils. We were that close. <laughs> and he cut, he cut that 80-pound yellowfin tuna like it was butter. Oh, man. It, it was amazing. And we all just stepped back from the stern, and, and we were just all in awe. You know, it's amazing, Stan and Wendy, you know, we we love going fishing and the stories we can tell about that. But a lot of times, too, when we're talking fishing, we're talking about the experiences and the people and the places that this activity sends us to. And it, stories like that, you can't make up. Uh, uh, and there's no there's they're just so unreal. Stan, how about yourself? Oh, man, I have a hundred of them that did. <laughs> You spend your time in the water, and nature happens, and that's really the cool thing. I love Guadalupe Island. It's one of my favorite places in the world to fish, just because of what Wendy was talking about. You get the chance to see the white sharks, and sometimes they're all over the place. Sometimes they just pillage one boat and leave you alone. It's kind of a unique environment, beautiful down there. But I think, I I mean, I've, I've been blessed to see so much. You know, I got to be the first boat in 05, to really get into that foaming boil of those two to three hundred pound fish, uh, Brian Sims on the qualifier, uh, he and Justin on the um, Excel had found them just the trip before, and they got I don't know eight or ten of them. Uh, we went down there, and Captain Joe Krishy and I uh, were at the at, we're just sitting up there looking in the morning, and ran into this what well, we I thought it was a porpoise school until we got eyes on it with. Uh, Got with the glasses, and here this stuff was foaming for a mile in any direction. We get to go into that. It was like Fourth of July for grown men when you see two, three, four at a time coming out of the water within a cast of the boat, and it's like albacore fishing for big fish. You know, it was pretty incredible. But we've had things where he was talking about the whale. Uh, Sims was driving the qualifier, and and we're looking for that fish. This was two years before that, and and uh, 
and we came into that lower grounds down there, and we we saw a bunch of that 80 to 100-pound fish up and on the surface, and then it went down. So we slid into that and, and didn't get them there. We were soaking baits, and while we are soaking, he goes, hey, look, there's a blue whale coming right at the boat. So off the starboard stern comes this full-on big blue whale and got within 30 or 40 feet of the boat, went tail up and straight down under the boat, and every rod that had a bait in the water went bendo with this 100-pound <laughs> yellowfin tuna. And we were on them for two hours, and, and, and the whale's like, all right, just get these guys off my tail, so to speak. And he disappeared. We cleaned the deck off, and, and all of a sudden Sims goes, hey, here he comes again. Came back at the second time at the corner, the starboard corner the first time, port corner the second time. Tail up, flukes up in the air, went straight down. We lit the boat up again with this 100-pound tuna. And two times in a row, the blue whale brought, brought tuna to the boat. But we've had uh, another time when the, uh, we had a, a small baby, basically. It was probably 15 feet long, whatever, killer whale that came right up next to the boat and was going back and forth and back and forth and slapping the water and doing flips in the air. and He was just having a great time with the boat while we were sitting there fishing. We just stopped and watched him. And he would swim around the boat and slap his fins on the water and, you know, come on, he'd eyeball you. He was within 5, 10 feet of the boat all the time while he's running back and forth. Then all of a sudden, you see a fin come out of the water about, 100 feet off the boat, and then they see another fin stick up, and you could hear the whistle, and it was mom. And she's going, Junior, you got to stop that and get over here. So he did, he did, it was like going to Marine Land of the Pacific. He just got down real quick, did a full on flip in the air, comes back down, hits the water, swims over to mama and his sister, and they took off and, and swam away. But there's been so many unbelievable things. It's the uh, manta rays wider than the stern of a boat. You know, come two of them came up. We thought they were bait balls. They were so big, but uh, you just get to see so much while you're out there. And you know, the only other way you're going to find it is on TV and the big blue planet or whatever else. But it's just been phenomenal. All the things we've had a chance to see. All all great stories, and you know, we can share stories uh, that we've seen. Uh, on the lakes, too, and, boy, we've got some stories from some of the desert lakes, but I don't think we'll go into those right now. But, you know, uh, I look back. No, we're not going to tell a desert lake story. No desert lake stories. I can look (laughs) back, though, and I think about memorable moments about the first time I had a chance to go sports fishing with my dad. I can remember the time I was uh, working on a boat in San Diego here called the Kingfisher, and as soon as they left the dock, they would start, grilling bacon on the grill, and they'd start making double bacon cheeseburgers. And I've got to tell you, they w- that boat would smell of double bacon cheeseburgers from the minute <laughs> it left the dock to the minute it came on back. But one of the, uh, the most uh, eerie things I think uh, I can tell you about, my brother Bob and I were fishing uh, San Diego Bay, on uh, uh, my bass boat. It was a, a champion at that time, and I don't know if we were out there for fun. I think we were pre-fishing for one of the uh, uh, Angler Bay Bass tournaments, and we're over on the Point Loma side. We're by Ralph's Beach, and we've heard, we heard that there were some fish over there that you could jerk up, and we were, we were doing that, but it was really getting surgy. In fact, we almost had 
one of the waves take us on out. So Bob says, hey, we should go fish somewhere else. So I said, you know, Bob, keen sense of the obvious. Let's go do that. So I decided I saw the the end of Zanuga Jetty. It was just sticking itself out of water. I said, hey, let's go on over there and see what we can do. Maybe you can crank up uh, some nice sand bass or a few calicos on that thing. So we put all our rods and everything together, turned the boat around, and my champion had a top speed of about 70 miles an hour at that time. But when it's glass out on the bay, you know, 40 miles, miles an hour seems just fast enough. So I'm jetting across the mouth of the bay, heading over to Zanuga Jetty, and my brother points out something out on the starboard side of the boat, and he goes, hey, what's that coming our way? And I, we didn't see anything of the way. And I'm looking, and I'm looking, and all of a sudden I go, oh, my gosh, that's a conning tower. And so I take that throttle, and I jam that thing down, and we go zipping across the water. And right to our starboard side, it was half submerged, was a nuclear submarine coming into San Diego Bay. And I swear, I went over the bow of that thing. You know? Yeah. <laughs> And we go jetting across that thing. That guy never even knew that we, he was there. He was coming from a submerged position, and he was slowly uh, coming to the surface as he was coming into San Diego Bay. And by the time I looked back, the whole forward part of the boat was out of the water, and the stern was just popping on up. I swear, we, we probably, if we were five seconds later, we probably would have gone up one of the torpedo tubes. <laughs> we were that close to that boat. That's good enough. <laughs> so yeah, the the navy boats out there because you don't when you see them a lot of times when they're doing maneuvers whatever out there. We've had one with with a submarine, you know, where they come up bow first and almost jump out of the water once. That scared the ever loving daylights out of us. Um, but watching those big boats come at you and and how fast those big boats move is pretty impressive. Oh, my gosh. You know, well, we, we stopped at the end of the jetty, and then I, I don't want to say we were rattled, but we were kind of on awe, and then we're going, hey, I wonder if someone's going to come and get us. Was this a breach of security or something like that? It was incredible. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Yeah. Hey, quickly, yeah, Wendy. Uh, says if you're smart, you just try to get away. You don't want to be in the, mo- in, in the way of all that happening, but having one come underneath you like that would be a little bit, Wow. <laughs> Wendy, you happen to make mention that uh, you found it uh, to be a, a wise choice. Never try and take brown rape, uh, brown wrapped <laughs> packages out of the ocean that happen to come floating on by. Is there a story behind that? We were on the searcher coming back from one of our five-day trips, and uh, we were in Mexican waters, and we saw three big bundles just go floating by us. <laughs> and, yeah, and talk about scary and, and wondering, oh, my gosh, who's watching us? Who has eyes? Is there a GPS unit on that thing? <laughs> Don't touch it. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's incredible. Hey, listen, we're going we're gonna to shut this off because when we get together, we can talk about these stories all the time. But it just goes to show you, as Zach was saying, you got to keep your eyes and ears open because – you're fishing out there, but that's only a small part of the experience. Being out there, watching the wildlife, seeing what's going on around you, and then also you got to remember you're on the big water. You always have to watch out for your safety because it's the ocean. You never know what's going to happen out there, but 
you're going to take home a story probably every time you go out there and Stan and Wendy, I think you can agree with that. You probably, if you go back, you can almost remember every trip that you've been on. You know, not only that, um, when you get on the sport boats and you go, whether it's a three-quarter day, half day, long-range trip, you meet the native people who have a lot in common with you, and you become lifelong friends because you end up going on these trips annually, or you end up, you know, just, hey, you know, let's go hop on a boat here, or let's go do this, or let's go do that, and it's really neat. I've made some really great friends. You bet. All right. Hey, guys, we're going to take a break right now. There's more Ron Real Radio to come up. Captain Bill Wilkerson's going to be with us. The filmmaker, Michael Falks from Inside Sports Fishing, he's also scheduled to be with us. And then so is general manager of the Fred Hall Show's Mike Lum. So stay tuned. Rod Real Radio will be back after these messages. Are you ready to sell your current boat and upgrade in preparation for the 2017 fishing season? It's sure to be one for the bucks. I'm Zach Zorn and a broker for Kessler Yachts located in San Diego. As one of the largest and most reputable brokerages on the West Coast, I can ensure that your boat will be sold in a timely manner or that your dream boat will be found. If you want to sell your boat or looking to purchase one, call Zach Zorn at Kessler Yachts, 760-815-8866, so that your name can be added to our long list of satisfied buyers and sellers. That's Zach Zorn, 760-815-8866. Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics, McCoy line, Spro products, Gamakatsu hooks, G. Loomis fishing rods, Shimano products, Ovid reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Reel Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western Plastics hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Angler's Arsenal tackle store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top angler-tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their products. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Hi, I'm Bart Hall, and I'm honored to be back to tell you about the 41st annual Fred Hall Show, March 23rd to the 26th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. When I think back over our 71-year history, I am always amazed that the little show my father produced at the old Gilmore Stadium in 1946 could have grown into the 2017 version of the Fred Hall Shows. The San Diego Show has become San Diego's largest and most exciting sport fishing show, one of the nation's most prominent boat shows, and a world-class international travel and hunting show. 
It is always our goal to entertain you for a full day with nearly 500 booths, over 200 seminars, acres of boats, and dozens of family fun activities. Kids 15 and under are always free. But the Fred Hall shows also strive to help preserve the lifestyle of fishing, hunting, boating, and outdoor recreation that so many of us cherish. Please come and help us celebrate the passion for outdoor recreation at the Fred Hall Show, March 23rd to the 26th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Join the Coastal Conservation Association of California and get in free. Presented by Progressive. Check us out at fredhall.com. It's a whale of a show. This portion of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the Rockley's Fish Release System. Now you can quickly and easily release fish suffering from barotrauma back to the depths they were caught. Look or ask for the Rockley's at your local fishing tackle dealer. Dan, Whitney, and I, we want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. You know, you heard that one spot for the Coastal Conservation Association at the Fred Hall Show in Long Beach. When you signed up to be a member of the association for a year, not only did you get free membership, but you got a uh, coupon book and you filled it out and dropped it off at different vendors throughout the show. I got to tell you, we had almost 200 coupons that were dropped off to us there in the Ron Real Radio booth. Ron Real Radio will be having a drawing for a quantum iron reel after the Fred Hall Show in Del Mar. So make sure when you get to the show, if you don't already have your tickets, the CCA booth will be right there at the entrance. If you haven't signed up, go on over there, sign up, get the premiums, and visit us at the Ron Real Radio Angler's Arsenal booth inside the show and all the other fine dealers there that are supporting the CCA. Well, guys, we're still waiting for Captain Bill Wurgelson from the Malahini to uh, give us a call, but I've got to tell you, Stan and Wendy, I don't know if you have any news, but even though the calendar says winter, there's still some great spring fishing out there right now. You know, the, the, the thing is that it, we're running a little late, actually, because we've had rain this year. Um, normally the lakes at sea level would be already, you know, done with the spawn or at least right in the middle of it. Right, We just had our first run on this last full moon, which is a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, the things, they're just now heating up. You, you'll get the higher lakes will go a little further here into April or, or before they have their first spawn, and it's just going to be, I think a phenomenal year for for our lakes because we have water in them again. That's I mean across California, the lakes have filled on the ocean. They're already seeing the big fish out there. That you know every the people you got to think about what happens and they they've been eating for a year since we caught them. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so that bluefin is going to be bigger this year than it was last year. If it stuck around, look for some really big ones to be hooked this year. I think it's going to be exciting. Oh yeah. Well, you know, there have been sign of bluefin out there. As said before, some of the boats that have been out there uh, have seen them at the 302. There was also signs of them off of uh, La Jolla, which was a good sign. They didn't seem to be particularly big fish. And as we mentioned before, I know uh, Dwayne Moeller from Pinnacle Sports Fishing, they've gone out and they popped some on the, on the surface. But right now, the way it's looking... There is great yellowtail fishing that is just about ready to break here in San Diego. We hear off of La Jolla, there are red crab all over the place. The kayakers 
are going on out there. They're they're trolling the mini max. They're they're using yo-yo jigs, and they're picking up some nice fish. And we're talking fish from the mid twenty to the mid thirty pound range. And here's the thing, Stan and Wendy, all of the fish that are coming up are just jammed with red crab. As a matter of fact, well, just oh. Yes. I was out there. Yes, I was out there, and when we cleaned those fish, even even the sand dabs had red crabs in them. Really? You know, it was yeah. Every I mean, there were red crabs everywhere. So that biomass moved back in. It kind of moved. It moved away for a while, but it's moved back right up against us again. Right Look up out, against people. <laughs> Not <dumb>. only that, <laughs> I was I was tell, uh, talking with one of my fishing buddies, C. L. Smith, and he was talking during the week with a fishing buddy that is fishing off the coast of Oregon right now, and they are catching fish. They open up those fish, and there are red tuna crabs inside those fish. No kidding. All the way up in Oregon. Wow. I know we're seeing them down in Colinette, and right now there's a smattering of great yellowtail around the Coronado Islands, and let's hold on. Jorge, have we gotten a hold of Bill yet? Okay. Uh, You know... They were talking, and we were, there was at the show here in Long Beach. We were all talking back and forth, and some of the scientists said that, or some of the science that we'd heard said that uh, last year against the California coastline, we had as much as twenty percent of that bluefin, the Pacific bluefin, right up against our bank here. Um, and with the millibars that have dropped down now, and you watch that that. Uh, ridge of weather coming in to california off the pacific it's dropped down this year and somebody said we could have as much as 50 percent this year which is that's a lot of fish you know and but i all i know is we've got a lot of that the anchovy has been pushed down and it's a healthy healthy anchovies you better learn how to all you people that have you never know, fished i want anchovy. to mention something that i don't yeah. know if you guys know about but um there is a study on the bluefin and they're asking all the anglers to save the gonads and the otoliths, the ear bones, of the bluefin tuna. And you can go ahead and take it to the freezers that you turn in your white sea bass heads to because they're trying to find out, the scientists are trying to find out if the bluefin are, um, are reproducing here. Oh, wow. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Well. We know from seeing the boats that are going down on the day-and-a-half trips down to Colinette and a little further down, they're seeing great yellowtail over there, good quality of yellowtail in the mid-20 to 30-pound range. Uh, one of the private boaters I was looking at, he came across a kelp paddy that was just loaded with yellowtail, but they were all in the, uh, the 8 to 10 to 15-pound range, but they were swarming all over the place. And now we're seeing the uh, three-quarter day boats that are going out to the uh, Coronado Islands, the Malahini, the San Diego, and a few of the guys that are going on out there. That Not only they are experiencing great rock fishing, but there's also good yellowtail fishing. And here we are, we're not even out of March yet. And it, it just seems like the water's warming up. And Stan, as you said, we've heard it from Captain Chuck Taft. We're hearing it more from the people that are going out there. Last year, we didn't have the fin fish, but this year it seems like the anchovies and some sardines are out there that maybe not only will bring in these tuna,
but maybe those other fish that have the long little side <laughs> long sides on them and everything <laughs> like that, we might see those, and they might come and visit us instead of going up and visiting our good friend Captain Kirk at Sure Strike Lodge out of Craig, Alaska. You know, that's going to set off, you know, we talked about it before, the fishing tackle we use for that, you're going to be using a number four hook, gang. That's a small hook, and you've got to have a rod tip that won't pull it out. Now, you're going to start having to think about softer rod tips. The old, we talked about it before, 196.7, 196.8, that's a 7-foot or 8-foot rod, but it's a, it's a, a fishing rod that had a really soft tip, and you could run 20-pound line on it. Um, the, the original 270, 7-footer uh, or 8-footer with a soft tip, there's a, an 1158 or something like that, or 1258 that Seeker made. It was like one of the old, um, I don't know whether it was a true line stick or whatever, because they, they had really soft tips. But that's going to be something that will come into play this year. Trying to cast an anchovy is not like trying to throw a throw a sardine. So it's going to be kind of a learning curve if that fish shows up. Wow. Now, Stan, when you're using that small a hook, what are you doing about uh, uh, line class? You know, when we had the albacore in there, uh, in here, you know, fluorocarbon wasn't as big a thing, I don't think, uh, uh, then as it was now. Are, what are you doing about, uh, you know, a heavy line and using that number four hook? Well, you're going to be, you know, 20 and 25. The albacore, unless they get really big, you know, they come up and they get to that. They can be 50 to 60 pounds, but more, normally you're in that 15 to, to 30 bracket. So you can catch that fish on, on 20 pound or 25 pound, but you got to think about you've got to get that bait down. So you, you, all you people that are loaded with, with uh, spectra, spectra floats, <laughs> it's going to be hard for that little <laughs> four-inch anchovy to to get that bait to go down. So you're going to have to have a little bit more monofilament or, floor, or fluoro on there. Mono 2 fluoro would be a good uh, good idea, so you have a little stretch in it. Um, but uh, And then you're going to have to figure out how to, you know, if you do the mono to fluoro with your, like, the cigar knot. Uh, again, I showed that on TV where I where I learned to do, this is my own little trick, you know, you tie your your cigar knot, you, you clip your bitter end off of your uh, floral on the top end and leave that little tag end sticking down a couple of inches and just put your split shots onto that and you'll have some way to, to cast that little anchovy and it'll sink down and keel your bait. That's a, it's a great little trick. Um, I only figured it out because we didn't have the fluorocarbon way the heck had gotten back when, when we were playing around with these albacore when they were thick, but you, they don't care. If they're next to the boat, you people that have never caught yeah. them, it's Katie bar the door a lot of time. You get a bait near the near the water, and they're going to come up and grab it. I mean, and you're everybody is getting stuck in the corner. It's quite the fiesta. <laughs> now, Stan, is is it also the time that we start thinking about maybe using our lead core sinkers again, or even egg sinkers, to uh, fish for these albacore when we're using such small hooks and the anchovies? Yeah, because you can feed it away from the boat. You don't always have to. You'll be in a drift, so you got to get the bait into the water and start feeding line away. So you can use a Carolina Keeper and a slider. That's a good way to do it. Um, you don't want the bait, the egg sinker, all the way down against your anchovy because that's just too much weight for that little tiny bait. Um, if you get a six-inch anchovy, you still is a great one. There's another way to hook them right underneath the pectoral fins. Um, 
the forward pex fins. There's a cartilage right there. You can go across underneath that, and uh, especially if you got a couple of split shot on, uh, as it's going down, that fish will will continue to swim away, and and a lot of times they're doing circles, which will get that fish the uh, albacore to to key in on it because it looks wounded. Um, the other one, you're going to be picking it, well, you can collar hook them or hook them through the nose, uh, especially on the slide because that's a, that, that fish eats it really well on the slide. Um, it, there's just a lot of little, there's going to be a learning curve to this, but it's going to be good. Well, and then your What's going to be fun is you're going to be able to fish the slide again with plastics. Yep. Oh, you know, yeah. We haven't done that in a long time. And then our trolling feathers will be back. Yeah. yeah what? A zucker. <laughs> yeah, what uh, what uh, what do you like to troll for albacore, uh, Wendy? Do you have any favorites? Uh, yeah, oh, shoot, it depends. If it's a bright, sunny day, I'm going to go to something a little more natural. But if it's dark, I'll use like a mean Joe green. I'll use my purple and black. So, you know, it's it's the normal, I, I don't know, to me it's the normal stuff you would you would troll. Zucchini and Mexican flag, you Zucchini, know, those are the bright ones. Petrolero. Yep. Yeah, you know, and then also you can uh, you uh, when someone asks you, what the heck did them their cedar plugs catch? Well, you oh, can yeah. Throw, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can throw those out and and go for it. So, hey, it That's sounds right. like this year is setting up to be just a great season with a whole variety of fish, and if they start coming in down south, you know, guys like Chuck and Bobby Taft and. And uh, all the guys down in the fleet, they're going to be on them, and they're going to be letting us know real quick. Now's the time, though, to make your reservations. Because I've got to tell you, if you wait until the reports say the fish are there, you're going to have a hard time getting on one of these boats to go out and get them. No, if you wait a little longer, you're going to miss the. You'll miss the train. (laughs) (laughs) Because Dan, your uh, charter is already booked up and windy. You've got a, a couple coming on up, and I would imagine that uh, they're if they're not already booked, they're fairly close to booked too. Yeah, my independence trip is, has been booked since day one, and then yeah. my searcher trip, a five-day open to everyone. That one has uh, five spots left, and my three-day all-ladies trip has, I think, three spots left. Right. Nice. And uh, Ron Real Radio, they have a trip planned on the Sea Adventure 2 with Captain Chuck Taft on September the 5th, and we will have information for that at the Fred Hall Show, and we'll be talking to you more about it as we go by. Hey, guys, let's take a break right now. Coming up next is scheduled to be filmmaker Michael Falks, so stay tuned. Stan, Wendy, and I will be back with you after these messages. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford 
know is trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect. Finally, a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. Are you looking for a quality fishing experience out of Cabo San Lucas for you, your family, and friends? but are a bit set back with just what company to go with, Rod and Reel Radio urges you to try American and family-owned Land's End Charters. Land's End Charters offer their clients affordable and all-inclusive services on a variety of vessels and trips. Fish with their brand-name fishing gear while experiencing the hospitality of a family-run business with over 50 years of experience. Go to LandsEndCharters.com to see all the current vessels and amenities available and call Cabo Greg or Jenny directly at 800-281-5778 when you're ready to get fishing. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, HM Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Quanta Fishing's got something for everybody. From the smallest angler to the oldest veteran, we can get you out there fishing with the greatest reels on the market today. From the all-new for 2016 Icon PT to the Tour Mag to the brand-new redesigned Smoke Reel, we've got something for everyone in your family. Have some fun. Take it, kid fishing. They're the future of our sport. Quantum, we are performance-tuned. You can get your Quantum products at anglersarsenal.com or anglersarsenal.com at 619-466-8355. Attention Rod and Reel Radio listeners, be sure to check out the Code Group mobile app. You can listen to the Rod and Reel Radio show live along with show archives without internet access. The Code Group app has all kinds of cool features for fishermen including daily Southern California saltwater reports, weather reports, episodes of inside sport fishing, marine traffic, and much more. Get the free Code Group mobile app by texting the word REEL, R-E-E-L, to 90407, or enter the words code group in the App Store on your smartphone. Hi, this is BSS record holder Dean Rojas. El Cajon Ford helped me when I got started in my career, and let them help you with a new F-Series Ford truck. And remember, nobody beats El Cajon Ford. Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. Hey, our next guest is probably... One of the guests that I look forward to most of having on, we talked uh, earlier in the show about the great places fishing takes us to. This gentleman, as a filmmaker, has documented a lot of those places. He's here to talk not only about that, but some of the new projects that he's getting into. Let me introduce our listening audience to filmmaker Michael Falks. Michael, welcome to the show, sir. 
Well, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for being with us. And, Mike, you know, I, I, I don't think uh, anytime I think of Michael Fox, I think of inside sports fishing. I think of inside sports fishing. I think of Michael Fox. I, I think about what a tremendous series uh, that has been. Give us an update on what's happening with inside sports fishing. Well, we've, uh, we're kind of evolving the entire series into the new digital market. Uh, about three years ago, we had in-depth conversations with our key sponsors, both Ford and Shimano, and they were both indicating to us that, you know, the value of having a pre-recorded 30-second commercial on a uh, pre-recorded program like Inside Sport Fishing was just losing its value in today's marketplace. So they asked us to look into some alternative screens, if you will, or various delivery systems, which we've done over the last couple of years, and we teamed up with... Uh, couple of really good guys. Uh, Doug Malusis has been with me for 15 years, and Matthew Kelly uh, out of Santa Barbara. Um, we put all our brains together and came up with the Code Group app, which basically is now um, inside sport fishing in the palm of your hand, plus, plus, plus. Um, uh, and it's, uh, it, it's been an exciting adventure. We're, uh, we launched a year ago, March 1st, up at the Fred Hall Show in Long Beach, so we're, we're just in our first year of growth. Um, we're up to over, I think, 11,000 people, about 10,000 people a day are using the app, um, primarily getting up to the minute fish reports, uh, current weather conditions, forecasts, uh, just about anything you want to, uh, and has to do with fishing is, is now really available in the palm of your hand. Holy macro. Tell us, you know, for some people that may not be as familiar with Michael Falks or Inside Sports Fishing, how this all kind of evolved. Where, where did it come from to get to this point in time, Michael? Well, I, I think it, had, it has to evolve from the fact that I was working on the sport boats when I was nine years old. I started off at, on the, uh, at Davies Locker working the Westerner when I was nine. And I, I've, had the, I've had fishing run through my blood since I can remember. My grandparents, my mom and dad taught me to fish when I was five and six years old, cut, you know, digging up worms and, worms and fishing bluegill perch um, back in the, in the foothills of Virginia. So, you know, having absolutely loved fishing my entire life, um, and, and filming, I got into filming when I was in college, I went through film school, actually taught film school for a while. Uh, and then, you know, combined the two things I love most, fishing and filming. And uh, we started Inside Sport Fishing back in 1989. Wow. Toyo Shimano actually came up to me at a Fred Hall show. I had a little, I had a little 10-foot table and a chair, a folding chair there, and I was trying to sell my tribute to Tuna video. And, uh, and uh, Toyo and Dave Pfeiffer both came up and said, hey, why don't you stop by the office on Monday? We'd like to talk to you. And I'm thinking, ah, doggone it. I really wanted to get 10, you know, because at the time, Shimano was non-existent. Nobody even heard of them. So uh, I stopped by the office the next following Monday morning, and we shook hands, and it's, you know, the rest is pretty much history. The, the show evolved uh, basically from, from just the passion and the love of the sport, and we've always wanted the – the sport of fishing to be the star of the show. It's never been about me as a personality or my experiences or what I think about it being on the water. It's always been about the sport and the, and the anglers and the captains and the guides and the owner operators that we fish with. Those guys have forgotten more about fishing than I'll ever know. And uh, to be able to be on board a boat and ask those guys the right questions and have them give us a little bit of knowledge and share a little bit uh, about their experiences with us on tape. It's just been a phenomenal 30 year run. I, I, I have no regrets, and, and I'm really, actually, to be honest with you, I was excited about launching the app 
a year ago as I was when we first started the show almost 30 years ago. Mm. And we've got some things cooking right now that I can't really talk about yet, but I'm as excited now today as I have been my entire life about what's coming next for the app. Wow. Hey, so Michael. You know, oh, I, on, I was unfortunate enough to have been on uh, several of the shows with, with Absolutely, uh, Stan. You know, Inside Sports Fishing with Michael and, and had a blast. But, God, we've known each other for a long time since he started the show, basically. Um, yep. And it's been fun to watch, you know, as kind of like the evolution of all the changing we've had to go through this, you know, because I was at the show here uh, and and uh, I was asking, hey, like, you got to see this code group <laughs> situation. And I'm going, well, what is the code group of a good friend of mine? Um, uh, Bobby Leonard come up here. You know, I hadn't seen him in years. So I'm going, God, where have you been, buddy? And he goes, hey, I've got something new. And he showed me the the code group app, and I'm going you know, to grab it and take it over to John. Come here. you got to see this. This is pretty wild. So this yeah, is really a pretty exciting thing. You've got a lot of – there's so much new that's out there. You know, it, it's phenomenal how much the changing is happening, and everything's in people's hands right now. So this is pretty cool. It, it absolutely is, Stan. And the biggest challenge we're facing right now, I think, within the industry is that, you know, the industry in general is slow to change. I mean, you know, I ran a boat for years. I know what it's like to have a wheelhouse mentality. I'm worried about getting my boat running. I'm making sure that the oil's changed, the generator's pumping, the fuel, you know. I, I, it's wheelhouse <laughs> mentality. I really can't think outside of what I've got to do on my boat. And I think the industry as a whole has, has faced that challenge from a technical point of view, if you will, because, you know, it just, it's just a, a difficult transition. But I know that we've laid a phenomenal foundation. And we've talked to landings, uh, you know, we've talked extensively with Liz and Doug up at Channel Islands. We've dealt with Frank Lepresti down there and Doug Kern and Tim Ekstrom and the guys at Fisherman's Landing. And all up and down the coast, asking the owner-operators and the landing operators, what do they need? What can we do to help you promote your business? What can, it, what can we do to offer your anglers a more robust and a more personalized and a more personal experience? And that's what we focused on the last three years, is really creating a venue for people that love to fish, and um, it, it's coming along, and I think once we get a couple of boats established in terms of the new fish reporting system and a couple of boats established in terms of how easy it is for the owner-operators to, to, to post their reports with us, I, I think it's going to be a, a, a phenomenally successful and enjoyable and powerful tool for, for everyone involved, not only the anglers but all the way through to the owner-operators and the landings and the tackle shops and, and the OEMs. No. Yeah. Michael, you know, uh, uh, inside sports fishing and to a lesser extent like Rod and Reel Radio, uh, we run on the revenues that we get from sponsors. And with us, yeah, we can go a certain distance on Wendy's good looks, but after a little while, <laughs> we've got to pay the bills and everything like that. How, how have your sponsors uh, reacted to what it is that you want to do? Are you... Are they coming to you with this idea, or is this an idea that now you're coming to them and you're selling them, and they're going, hmm, we may want to it's, look at it's, that. It's, it's, uh, I have to use the analogy. It's almost like the, the, the deer in the headlights. You know, they look at us like, what are you talking about? You know, what's geofencing? What, what do you mean a push notification? What does SMS do? How, how does that can help our business? What? And it's just it's basically taking it down to the basic fundamentals of what we can do technically and, and presenting it to, to them in a way that they can actually see quantitative 
measurable results. Um, like, for example, we, we just announced, I think, two or three days ago, if you'd like any information on, the, on a, any Ford specials that are coming up for, the Ford, for Ford dealers. And without any promotional considerations, without any specials, without any, you know, hey, check this you know, special out, we've had over 500 people just opt in to be notified if there's an upcoming special at their local Ford dealership. Um, we had the Tranks 300 and 400 um, series of reels that Shimano announced a couple of weeks ago just before the Fred Hall show. And, and when the long stand in the stores got them in, we sent out push notifications to all the people that were within that geographical area. And one of my friends called me and said, man, as soon as I got that notification, I made a U-turn and went straight to the store and bought a pair. <laughs> so it's, it's a very powerful, measurable uh, technology that's evolving, and I think our biggest challenge right now as a company is educating uh, our sponsors, educating the landings, educating the owner-operators, um, how the system works, how easy it is to function, and then being able to show them measurable results on a day-to-day, hour-to-hour, minute-by-minute tracking if you want it. So then you're saying, like even us as a radio show, being a member of the Code Group, if we want to advertise that we are having this this uh, new guy, this Michael Falks Absolutely. coming on to talk about uh, inside sports fishing, that you would have sent out a blast to uh, the members of your app and uh, get them on, uh, on target that, hey, coming at Correct. 6 p.m. on Sunday night, Michael's going to be on the show. You're going to want to hear what he has to say. Correct. Right down to the second. And if you take that one step further, if, let's say, for example, you were a, a tackle shop at a geographical location, we could send out a geofencing area of anywhere from five feet to, to five miles to 50 miles around your geographic location that says, oh, by the way, you're within five miles of the long fin, for example. We're offering a special right now. Come in and you get a free spool of line with every spool that you have filled. Um, and that's going to last for the next, you know, half an hour. So you can do flash sales. And, and, and those messages can be customized and tailored uh, hourly, daily, whatever they want to do. It's just the power is unbelievable because you're not having to go through the, the traditional print media, um, you know, where you have to print flyers or, or write scripts and, and do all this pre-planning to get your messages out there. The messages are, are available in real time. And that's and when you, just, and it's, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. When you send these notices out, uh, can there also be uh, uh, video and or images involved with them too so that uh, – uh, you can include that with the message? Absolutely. Oh, man. Absolutely. That's what's so staggering. It, 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 it literally has no limitations on terms of what you can do. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, hey, and, and I'm not an IT guy. I'm not even close to it. I, I can hardly set my, uh, my VCR <laughs> on my camera. I can't get the 12 to stop blinking, you know, on my TV set, you know. Um, but it, it's the, the team that we've built is are some of the smartest guys that I've ever met, and uh, and it's just it's just an amazing technology that we're just slowly introducing to the industry, um, and and I think once people start to experience it beyond just as a user base, but as a as an operator or a, a or a, a tackle shop owner or as a manufacturer, or even as a radio show, like you said, hey, we've got a special guest coming up next week. We want everybody to know it. Boom, we put out a push notification and. And, you know, the coolest part about the app, and, and this is one of the things that we, we really, really focus on, was that it, it's optional. You can opt in for any of the messages that you want to receive. You can opt in by species, by location, 
by boat, by captain, by landing, or you can opt out. So let's say all you want to know about right now is, is there, a, is there any white sea bass going on? If there's a message coming in from anywhere about white sea bass, I want to be notified. Other than that, leave me alone. Don't bug me. You know? So this, this opt-in opt feature is what's so fascinating um, that, that people are actually able to discern what information they want from the app when they want it. They can well, turn it, it on or off. What a, uh, it's, it sounds like it's a gargantuan task that you're going to take all these different areas of information that you could have from marketing and fish reports and traffic reports, and then you distill <laughs> it down, and then you run it through the pipeline to all these different tributaries of people that want to hear that, that, that technically sounds kind of complicated to me. It's, it's, it's way outside of my pay grade. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) My gosh. But as you say, whatever you're interested in, you can, you can sort of like filter it in. So if you want to hear about what's happening at, Rod and Reel Radio, or you want the fish report from H&M Landing, or you want to hear the new product that uh, this company has or anything like that, you can be on top of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, 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 it, and that's, the, that's what's so powerful about this is that it's not mass marketing. It's not even target marketing. It's direct marketing one-on-one with the, with the, with the, with the guys that love to fish. And they're telling us, they're going to tell you and anyone else that's involved, Hey, I want to know about this. I want to know who's next on your radio show. Or, you know what? I don't care. Turn it off. You know? They, and anytime they open up the app, we have slides at the beginning, which is the standard process for all the apps. And, you know, there can be advertising that's built into the app uh, on the opening slides. Like, for example, we did a three-day trip on the Shogun for them. You know, just all you have to do is download the app, and you're automatically entered to win a three-day trip. We had 7,000 people opt in for the Shogun trip, which now has allow the Shogun to have 7,000 people now in their database. So if they're running a trip next week and they've got an open slot, instead of sending out a limited number of notifications to their existing database, they can now reach 7,000 people that have said, yeah, I want to know about any reports that are coming in from the Shogun. And that could be true with any boat, any landing, captain, resort destination. We're focusing on Southern California, which we have been from the get-go because it's our backyard, but we're already getting calls from, you know, Costa Rica, um, several several resorts in Costa Rica, Alaska, uh, uh, British Columbian government, the uh, tourism board's talking to us. I think this thing has global implications. Um, if I'm going to live long enough to see them, that'll be the day, but, but, but it has great potential. <laughs> hey, we are speaking with Michael Folks, filmmaker and head of Inside Sports Fishing in the Code Group. Michael, we got a bunch of other questions we want to ask you. Is there any way we can get you to stay on for Another segment? Absolutely. It would be my pleasure. Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I, we're happy to have you listening to Rod and Reel Radio on AM540 at rodandreelradio.com. Or now you can listen to us on the Code Group anytime you want. Stay tuned. We're going to take a commercial break right now. We'll be back right after these messages. (laughs) 
It's time for the spectacular 41st annual Fred Hall Show, March 23rd to the 26th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. San Diego's biggest fishing show, biggest boat show, biggest outdoor recreation event of the year. Hundreds of booths, acres of boats, over 200 seminars presented by Cousins Tackle. Hundreds of kayaks and stand-up paddle boards. The Dylan Bass Tank, the accurate fishing saltwater tank, Hobie Kayak Fishing Seminars, Costa's Sporting Chef Cafe, the Mammoth Lakes Kids Fish Free Trout Pond, the San Diego Ford Dealers Paul Bunyan Lumberjack Show, Archery, Target Shooting, Free Dive, Fly Casting, Kids Casting, and so much more. Kids Free, Kids Fish Free. Join CCA Cal and get in free. Come and share in the legacy of the Fred Hall Shows as we celebrate the passion of fishing, boating, hunting, and outdoor recreation at San Diego's number one show. The Fred Hall Show, March 23rd to the 26th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Presented by Progressive. Details at FredHall.com. It's a whale of a show. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specialty heat treater to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Hey, everybody. This is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fish at Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. If the fish are biting, I'm on my boat, rain or shine. Of course, I wear my life jacket. It's like wearing a seatbelt. Clip it on, grab my tackle box, and hit the water. Love California. Boat California. Save California. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Raw and Real Radio. And we have with us our special guest tonight, filmmaker Michael Falks. You probably remember that name from Inside Sports Fishing, for sure. And now Michael is telling us about a new project that he's in called The Code Group. But, Michael, I've, I've got to ask you, Inside Sports Fishing, you, you've been on the, the net, networks and cable television for a long time. How'd you wrap your head about around getting away from this, from what you think is a, a vast audience that you've created 
through this media and going to something like the Code Group. It it had to be a real transition for you. Well, John, it, it was it, it, yeah, it was difficult for me personally because I I've been so proud to have been a part of the Fox Network for almost thirty years. Um, you know, to be able to call them and say, hey, listen, I'm pulling the show, and and uh, they were kind of in shock, to be honest with you. Um, I think so was the Wolf Fishing Network. Uh, we decided to make the show available uh, 24-7, unlimited streaming, uh, through Code Group exclusively. We, uh, you know, we were putting up a lot of clips on YouTube over the, over the past few seasons and had over a million downloads uh, on YouTube, and I just felt like we were losing um, – a, a, a losing some focus, if you will, that if, if people really wanted to see the show, um, which they have, they've followed us for years, uh, now they don't have to wait for it to come on on Sunday mornings on a particular network. They can go to Code Group and download it, watch it anytime they want. Um, we've changed the formatting somewhat uh, in terms of uh, we're shortening the lengths and the segments, eliminating the commercials, uh, so there'll be multiple segments rather than sitting through and watching a 30-minute television series with approximately nine minutes of commercials every 30 minutes. So I think it's going to be a fun way to watch the show. It'll take a little while for I think people to get used to the fact that we're not on the Fox network. But the cool thing is we're working with Roku and Netflix right now uh, about putting the show up on the big screen. So uh, eventually you'll be able to just, just like what everybody's doing right now, you just click a button and you watch the show in, in, in full length there on, on your big screen TV as well. And I, I also wanted to, just you briefed on it. You mentioned it briefly when we first got talking. That you know, with with Rod Real Radio, every one of your episodes is archived on there now. Yeah. So the guys can listen to you guys anytime they want. They don't have to have an internet connection to do it. It's just over the Wi-Fi. It's all free, and they can just go through and pick any episode they want, any broadcast, and, and listen to you guys twenty four seven. Wow, that that is something now. When it comes to you doing your filming for Inside Sports Fishing, have you already started putting together programs that fit this particular format for the code group? And, you know, you've mentioned a couple of ways on how it might be different than what people have seen in YouTube or have seen on the Fox, Fox Network in the past. Well, I, I think a big part, yes, we have, to be honest. Yes, we have. We have shows in the can that we've already shot. Uh, we have not started editing any of those shows simply because we've been so busy with the launch of the, of the app itself. Um, we did go back into the archives, and we pulled out the very first episode we ever produced with Tommy Rothery 30 years ago. No kidding. You the, <laughs> yeah, you can watch the very first wow. number one episode of Inside Sport Fishing with Tommy Rothery, um, you know, in the new format. It's, I think it's four, four seven-minute segments or whatever it comes down to. I can't remember exactly. But, you know, in, in fact – when I was pulling it out, I thought maybe we might be able to put together a cute little two- or three-minute highlight from that, from that first show that people would enjoy. As it turned out, I was fascinated by the opening billboards, the girls swimming underwater, um, the, some of the commercials. We have a great Turner's commercial in there that's 25, <laughs> almost 30 years old. My so gosh. I just decided to go ahead and leave the old commercials and the billboards and everything intact, at least for the opening segment. So you get to see Retro. some of the original commercials and the billboards dating back 30 years. So our plan is, is to continue to populate uh, Code Group TV with all of our ar- archive shows. I've, I've probably had a dozen guys come up to me at the show there in Long Beach and uh, ask me for particular episodes. In fact, uh, Benny Seacrest and, uh, over at uh, Accurate 
um, he and Greg Stotesbury did our very first ever video called Techniques for Inshore Calico Bass mm. 30 years ago. They, oh they had so many requests that were that we actually went out and, and we're going to reproduce that as a DVD now because they've had so many guys at their seminars that want to actually take the DVDs home, which I think is insane because you can watch it right here online. But uh, So anyway, I think there's a tremendous value in the archived uh, shows that we have similar to your radio broadcast, you know, guys have a guest on that they want to hear again or missed it or didn't hear all of it, you can go ahead and watch it anytime you want. So we're going to be populating the, the channel with archive shows as well as continuing to per- produce new and, and hopefully more exciting episodes than we've ever done before. You know, Michael, I think the first time I ever came upon your name when it came to a video was, and you mentioned it earlier, was the tribute to the tuna men. And I tribute, think it was the tribute, tribute to, to the tuna men and, and the men in the racks, uh, I think. Uh, yep, yep. What, what a fantastic! I I played that thing till I couldn't play it anymore. It it, it had <laughs> it had it really hit on what the fishing industry was like at that t- time before Saners, and it it was somewhat romantic, but then sometimes really drove home, you know, the point that hey, this was also a hard living. Are your DVDs are they going to be available too? Because I don't think I I don't know if you can even buy that dvd anymore well uh you mentioned bobby uh, earlier um he, he basically took over our entire dvd inventory of what was left okay um, we are not producing any new dvds or, or reproducing any of the old ones other than this one that uh that benny seacrest wanted to do for accurate um it's just simply it's, it's cost prohibitive to be honest with you to do short runs and I, I, I talk to the kids today most of them don't even know what a dvr is or a dvd <laughs> player you know so we will be, and right now I think actually, if I'm not 100% sure, but I think all of our existing DVDs are available uh, on Code Group through uh, VHX. Oh, wow. And I think there's a nominal fee for downloading or streaming. But all the DVDs that we currently have are now available online. And wow. what we will be doing as well is taking those and then re- repurposing them into segments themselves. My, ideally, what I'd like to get to is that there's no charge uh, for DVD or, or screening content whatsoever. Well, let's now point people in the direction. You know, we've talked about the features and advantages and benefits of the code group over here. Let's point people in the direction. How can they get involved and subscribe to the service? Because the first thing that comes to mind, you know, you, you hear that word free, and you go, yeah. wow, that sounds like a good deal. Tell us more about it. Yeah, it's 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 free to everyone except my except for me. You know, I had to refinance my house. My wife's ready to divorce me. She goes, "You're out of your mind." You know, she goes, "Quit using that word free." So, but but it is right now. The app is free to download. You can just simply text the word "real" R E E L to two. Uh, excuse me to to nine zero four zero seven. That's all you have to do on your smartphone, or you can just type in the words "code group." Uh, on, on your Google or, or app, app Store. Um, but just text the words REAL, R-E-E-L, to 90407. And I was listening to commercials earlier, and every commercial was, oh, by the way, here's our number, 619, blah, 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 or go to www. And it's like all this information is coming at you at once on the radio. Sure. I'm not about to sit down and write those down. And, and what's so cool about Code Group is that all of that's embedded. If they want it, all I have to do is, is one one click, 
and it takes you to HMN Landing. One click, it'll take you to Tropic Star Lodge. One click, it'll take you to Kiwani Wilderness Lodge up in Canada. It's just, it's all right here at the tip of your fingers. You know, so I, re- I think this whole, go ahead, I'm sorry. I remember there was a time when we were in advertising, when we were going through the numbers and the trends and everything like that, that an ad, like on radio, would almost have to play for three months before the people listening would even recognize it and start paying attention to it and then maybe wait for it so they could write down uh, the information or the phone number or anything like that. Exactly. Exactly. You have to make it, what, at least seven impressions before anybody even starts to register that they're being given that information. Yes. And you were saying three months. That's, That's pretty staggering. Yeah, well, we're a weekly show. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. That works, that's pretty close. We're back to, we're close yeah. to seven then. Yeah. You know? Hey, get us, uh, uh, tell us, when people, when they subscribe to your, your app, what are they going to see and how do they go about navigating on it? Well, the navigation is pretty straightforward. There's a menu bar in the upper left-hand corner that's basically the hamburger. You can click on that or there's an entire list over in the left-hand corner of the app that has all the different categories broken down, um, you know, from your, your opt-in options to your fish reports and everything else. It's just it's a whole list right there, and then there's subcategories within each that. Um, for the younger generation, for the kids that are, have grown up with this, it's, 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 they don't even think twice about it. Mm-hmm. For guys like us, it's like, oh, my God, what do I do next? How do I turn that beeping sound off? You know, it's uh, But it, it's a fairly user-friendly um, application, and we're constantly working to upgrade it and to improve it. And if anybody out there that's listening has any suggestions, we're, we're wide open to any suggestions you have, to, to you know, things that you'd like to see on the app or anything that we could do to help make it a more user-friendly application for you. So when people get on it, is there like a table, uh, an index table that – has uh, radio shows or particular features or reports yes. or what? And so exactly, and exactly. There's a little picture of an antenna with the beeping going on, like the old RCO channel. That's your radio, so you just click on there, and it'll take you right to your on your radio. Right now, um, if you want to go to fish reports, they can go right to any one of the landings. Now, Michael, um, I know you're summer. you're you're you know you've been working with this thing probably day and night for the. I know you first mentioned it when we had you on the show last year, but you know, in the grand scheme, where where do you see this thing going, and and what's the potential of it that that you're looking at, and that you're trying to tell people is going to be happening down the road here? Well, in the broad brush, big scope, I see it as as, as having the potential of being a global application based on individual unique users and their geographic location. So ideally, if I'm sitting there fetching bay bass in Newport Bay and I get a nice spotty, I'm going to be able to take that picture, post it on the app, and say, hey, I just got this nice spotty under the pylons here in front of the BYC. You know, that mm-hmm. all the way around the world in terms of people being able to post their individual pictures, stories, and put up their information. Um, it goes globally from our, our NOA, our, our, our NOAA satellites and weather forecasting windy tea uh, down to from a you can look at the entire globe or you can go down to exactly what it's doing in Avalon right now within about a 15 foot radius so the geography is unlimited and 
what we're working toward, and I think what's coming up next in the near future is what's going to really make a big difference, is, is making the app something that you just want to go to naturally to see what's going on in your area. You want to check on the bait. You want to check if they have any squid. Are they bringing squid in tonight? Um, you know, are the white sea bass biting? You know, whatever you're interested in, from your geographic location, anywhere in the world, you're going to be able to tap into the app. We're already in 27 languages, or excuse me, 27 languages, and I think we're in 13 countries. Wow. You know, and Mike, we've done no advertising. Tell us, if someone is a, a dealer or a radio show or they want to advertise their product with you, how's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, probably just uh, the easiest way, I think, would probably just be to co- uh, go to codegroupmarketing.com or just go to Code Group and it says suggestions or, or contact us. I think if they just go to the app, Code Group, and then uh, one, of the, one of the menu buttons is, is contact us, and that, that, that email will go directly to me. So I All think right. that's probably the easiest way, most efficient way, without having to try to write down any numbers. But either go to codegroupmarketing.com if you want to look at it on the computer, or just go to your, your smartphone, and over on the left-hand side of the app, there's contact us, and those emails will come directly to me and the entire team. And for the rest of us as users, please repeat again, how's the best way for us to get onto the app and start using it? Okay, well, the, the simplest way is to just uh, text the number, 90407 and the word real r e e l on your on your phone it'll be automatically downloaded or you can go to your app store or your google play and then type in the words code group and it's an it's a free download we have a five star apple rating um, which is pretty exciting and and an over overview of the whole thing is that we we've, we've got over a 90% participation rate uh, on a daily basis wow. for an app which is which is staggering, especially for an app that's only 12 months old. So right. I just I want to I want to thank you guys. I want to thank everyone that's downloaded the app. I want to thank all the anglers out there that are participating with us, sharing their information with us, and supporting us. I just I can't tell you how much that means to me, because like you asked earlier, this transition from traditional broadcast to this digital world has been a it, it's been a whirlwind. Tommy Rosser saw me the other day at the land. He goes, what are you doing here? I go, oh, we're working on this new app. He goes, you're not for sure. (laughs) Well, Michael, we in turn, we want to give you a a big thank you and and Matthew and all the people that we worked with with uh, giving Rod and Real Radio out because, you know, Stan, Wendy, and I, we just love sharing the information that we have of uh, the great outdoors and the fishing that we do and the services that are available. And you give us a vehicle to be able to do that and the satisfaction of knowing that we're just not three voices out here in the middle of the night that are spreading their broadcast out to whoever can hear it. And if you happen to miss it, well, it's gone into the ether somewhere. So thank you uh, on behalf of us for giving us the opportunity to make us much more viable out there in the fishing community. Well, and thank all of Stan and Wendy and John. Thank you guys for what you do, too. I mean, it's not easy. People think it's easy. It's not easy doing what you do. And you do it seamlessly, and you do it with integrity, and you do it with a lot of class. And I just uh, I want to thank you for that and also thank you again. It's been an honor being on the show, and I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the, the opportunity to be on for a little bit. 
please let us check uh, again from time to time to see how it's progressing when new things come along that we can check in with you and your team and, and get an update of how, what's happening. Will you please? Trust me, I promise we will do. We got, we, like I said, we've got a pretty exciting uh, rollout coming, in, and I'll let you know as soon as that's live. All right. Hey, Michael, you've got all these smart people working for you because I couldn't do it. I'm like you. I, I couldn't get uh, anything done if they, uh, somebody said, hey, you want to do this? I wouldn't know how to start. Uh, yeah, so you remember kudos. VCRs, I mean, they used, that clock used to blink 12, and I put electrical tape over it because I couldn't figure out how to turn it off. It kept me up at night. <laughs> All right, Michael. Hey, thanks a lot for being with us tonight. We look forward to speaking to you in the not-too-distant future here. You too, and, and thank you again. I really appreciate it. You guys take care. Thanks, All right. Mike. Hey, Stan, All right. Wendy, and I, we're going to take a break right now, but coming up next, Mike Lum, general manager of the Fred Hall Shows. There's one more big show coming on up here in Del Mar. You're going to want to hear all about it. Stay tuned. We've got that information ready for you to go. We'll be right back. Captain Chris Randall from Chief Sports Fishing. And Captain Chris, tell us about what's happening on the Chief. It's here, and it's time to go on the Chief. For those of you who are not familiar with the vessel, she's an 85 by 24 deluxe sport fisher that offers a wide variety of open party trips, ranging from one to five days in length. We're also available for private group charters. The Chief's onboard anemones include a fully remodeled galley with comfortable seating for 25, twin flat screen TVs with hundreds of movies, two roomy indoor heads with fresh hot water showers, stateroom and open berthing areas, an impressively large deck area, 200 scoop bait capacity, we have twin 6 ton spray brine fish holds to keep your catch fresh, and our professional courteous crew will go the extra mile to make your trip a memorable one. To view our schedule, log on to H&M Landing at www.hmlanding.com or feel free to give them a call at 619-222-1144. You can also follow us on Facebook and at our webpage at Chief Sport Fishing Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ringed hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Hey, bass fishermen, who do you call for your bass boat insurance? Well, if you're not calling me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT for your boat insurance, you're probably paying too much and may not have the coverage that you need. In 1974, I developed the bass boat program that is what all the pros use today. The reason? No depreciation or any partial claim for your hull, your big motor, your trolling motor, or your electronics until your boat's 10 years old. That's right. You only pay $250 to get your boat on the water for any partial claim, and we still pay a stated value replacement cost for your boat if you have a total loss. We're the only people in the industry that does that, and that's why we are the choice of the pros. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Just call 1-800-BASSBOAT. Call 1-800-227-7262 or just spell BASSBOAT. 1-800-BASSBOAT. I know there's too many letters, but the T is free and the call's on me. That's 1-800-BASSBOAT, the choice of the pros for BASSBOAT insurance. For more information, log on to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com. 
Rotten Real Radio is now available as a podcast you can subscribe to on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Get notified as soon as new episodes are available, or go back and listen to our past shows. Browse through all of our archive shows at roddenreelradio.com slash archives, and click the subscribe button to get started listening now. Hey, Stan, Whitney, and I, we want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. Well, this is an exciting time of the year, not only for fishing, but we're coming up to the last of three great shows that are here in the Southern California area, the last one being at Del Mar here in the San Diego County area, starting March the 23rd. We got with us the general manager of the Fred Hall Del Mar show, Mr. Mike Lum. Mike, how you doing, sir? Everything is great. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Mike. Hey, Mike, this is a gauntlet that you have been through in in the March. You've gone through that uh, uh, Long Beach show, which, from all intents and purposes, looked like it was extremely successful when it came to the participation. And then you guys went up there to Bakersfield, and from what we heard from the vendor side, they were very happy with the audience that you brought in over there and the response to the people to the show and bringing that type of quality product up here. And now we're ready for Del Mar, which starts this Thursday. Uh, just congratulations to you, Bart, and the staff on just a Herculean effort. Well, thanks for that. Um, we uh, depend very heavily on the exhibitors to make sure that these shows are successful. And uh, as you mentioned, Long Beach was an amazing show and uh, very successful. And uh, I don't know, every year we say, I don't know how we can outdo that. But uh, we work hard to try to make sure that each year gets a little bit better and uh, we add a few more things. And uh, and we we were able to do that this year. And then, uh, and then Bakersfield uh, was just, uh, you know, it's new to us. It's a it's a twenty year old show. It's actually a forty year old show. Twenty years under the the previous uh, producer, and we took it over not knowing as much about it as we would have liked. But we now have a benchmark. We know where we're at, and uh, we brought a bunch of fishing tackle into the show. We added a bunch of boats, bunch of fishing tackle. Uh, excuse me, fit destination fishing travel, and uh, and the public up there responded favorably and. Uh, We've, I don't think I've ever done a show where we've had more positive feedback immediately afterwards of exhibitors wanting to make sure that they have their space for next year and ones that weren't there wanting to get signed on. So that was all very positive, and we're, we're very, very optimistic about what, uh, what lies ahead here on Thursday here in Del Mar. Well, you know, and, and just before we go to Del Mar, we just have to congratulate all the dealers and the boat uh, people that went on up there because – a lot of the people here from Southern California went, went up there not knowing what to expect, but knew that if Mike Lum and Bart Hall and his staff, if they were involved in a project, that they were going to give it every much of their best effort. And it sure sounds like that happened. And there is no drop-off of the effort or what's going to be happening with regards to the Fred Hall Show here in Del Mar. It, it's the 40, what, the 46th year this event's been down here in Del Mar. 
Yes, and, and this one has um, has just uh, been plugged full. We, we've been sold out of space for a while, uh, and uh, the amount of boats and the selection of boats we have here um, is as good as we have ever had. We have not seen anything like this in the last 10 years, nothing remotely close, and uh, we're very excited about that. The boat business is alive and well. Um, doing uh, doing very very well the last the last two years, but this one just seems to be over the top. And I think the addition of water in the lakes has has got a lot of the guys fired up that uh, otherwise weren't. And um, of course, all the exhibit halls are full with uh, with all kinds of of great products and services and and trip destinations and and all the other stuff that we we normally bring into our shows. Even the outside area is very very full this year. Well, you know, the, the thing about going to the Fred Hall shows is, you know, you can watch something on YouTube or you can read the magazine or whatever it is. But when you get to the Fred Hall show, you can normally find the product that you're looking for and you can be hands on with it, whether it's a piece of electronics, if it's a fishing reel, if it's a lure, if it's a boat. I mean, heck, even if it's a recipe on how to fillet an opa. Man, you've got that information right there uh, that anyone can take advantage of. Well, I think that's one of the big advantages of attending a show is you not only get to see what's available, but you get to hear about it from the people who are actually doing it. If you're thinking about booking a trip to go to some exotic destination that you've only read about or heard about, uh, this is the way that you can not only hear about the trip, but you get to talk to the person who typically is is the one that's going to actually be guiding you. Um, and that's something you can't replicate without coming to one of these shows. And, uh, on the, and the feeling is contagious. When you get in there and you see all of these booths and you see all of this excitement and you see all the people laughing and showing, showing the photos from the last year, uh, you can't help but get fired up and want to get involved. And, and that's the beauty of the shows. It's, it's an annual celebration of recreational fishing and outdoor, outdoor recreation, and uh, nothing takes the place of doing it in person. You know, and and then you add to that all of the groups that are there that are supporting fishing, whether it be the Department of Fishing Game and the different clubs that are there, and the effort that Fred Hall has put out to support the CCAA of California in promoting this organization to the sports fishing industry is uh, it's got to be a feather in your cap. Congratulations on that. Well, it, it's something that we all need to pull together to do. Uh, the Coastal Conservation Association of California uh, is the last, uh, it's the most recent, I should say, state that's been added to to the CCA national uh, project. And, and this is an organization that can actually get things done and, and help us. But we have to build this California chapter up. And... Um, and we are we were working really hard to get that done, but you know there's not a person out there that fishes that shouldn't be a, a member of that. And uh, and what we do here at the at the Fred Hall shows is they put together a very attractive package that if you join uh, CCA outside, they give you some some real great incentives in addition to getting into the show for free. If you join uh, or renew your membership here in Del Mar, uh, in addition to all of that, they will also enter you into a drawing to win a. Uh, a, a day and a half trip aboard the searcher and that was done just for delmar and so your odds of winning that are, are quite good and uh, everybody that fishes should uh, should be a member of cca and the best place to do that is at the shows uh, mike what i was uh, amazed by 
we were part of the promotional package that CCA put together that you bring the coupon over that you got in the book when you became a member. How many people brought coupons over to us that weren't really intimately involved in fishing, but they recognized that there had to be something happening to to represent the the ideals that fishermen have to conserve this resource. And they could see by what you guys put together in this show and just how grand it was, this was a project to get behind. Well, it, it is, and we feel very, very strongly about it. You know, you don't have to be a fisherman to to believe in, in what this organization is working towards. Let's not forget that uh, recreational fishing in California alone generates close to $5 billion a year in economic activity. Uh, so you don't have to be a fisherman to relate to that. Um, uh, the fishing tackle industry here in California, the recreational fishing industry, employs over 35,000 people. So even if you're not in it because you love to fish, uh, it's something that you should do to support the state and to support, to support uh, recreational angling. Wow. You know, Mike, uh, unfortunately, uh, this interview has gone the way the show goes. You just don't have enough time to get to all the things that's involved with because the Fred Hall Show is boating, it's hunting, it's freshwater, it's saltwater, it's fly fishing, it's conservation, it's food. It's preparation of, of seafood. It's, it's, it's a family thing. It, it's for the diehard. It's for the beginner. It's coming on up in Del Mar starting on March the 23rd. Tell us how can we get to the show and how can we uh, be a part of it with tickets and all that stuff and the schedule. Well, we, we, we're open, uh, we open the doors at noon on uh, Thursday. We run from noon to 8 on Thursday, Friday, 10 to 8 on Saturday, and 10 to 6 on Sunday. Um, admission for all kids 15 and under is free so long as they come in with a paid adult, and it doesn't have to be one-to-one. If you've got two or three kids and you want to bring them, bring them. There's all kinds of activities to Great. keep them busy throughout the day, including the uh, Mammoth Lakes uh, Kids fish-free trout pond, which is always a hit, but there's a lot of other things to keep them going. We're at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Uh, you can enter uh, off the Solana Gate or off the main the main front entrance. Uh, either one is fine. The CCA booth is right out front. If you decide you'd like to support that cause, just uh, join there, and you'll get into the show for free. And um, all of the information that you need about the show, including the seminar lineup, is available at fredhall.com. All right. Mike Lum, we look forward to seeing you starting this week at the Front Hall Show. And all of our listening audience, make it a point to come visit us and all the other vendors that will be there at Del Mar. It will definitely be a, a grand event for you to be with, with the family. You'll have a great time, and uh, it will be a memory that you'll remember for a long time. Mike, thanks for being with us, sir. Thank you. We'll see you this week. All right. Hey, Stan Wendy. That's it for tonight. Man, we ran out of time again. Uh, Jorge's about ready to pull the plug. Thanks a lot for a great show. <laughs> no, our, All right, we'll see you at the Del Mar show. Yeah. Not me. I'm gone fishing. <laughs> right. That's a good thing, too. Yes, hey, it is. I got a tournament. Hey, everyone, thanks a lot for listening tonight. On behalf of Jorge and our AM540 studios, Ben Harvey, who is our local producer here in San Diego and always in memory a big tuna bill, and Eddie McCune, the people that really got this show going. Thanks for listening to us tonight. We want to see you out in the water. We want to see you at the Fred Hall Show. Make sure you come on by with us with your CCA tickets after you've joined the CCA. Drop them off in the booth for the opportunity. 
for a drawing for a really great prize. So until then, everyone have a great evening. We'll see you out in the water. Go out and get them. They're getting away. Good night, everyone. We're out for now. Uh-huh. Gone fishing.